Hey guys, welcome to the first backstage cigar talk. This is just going to be me and Paul hanging out, smoking in the lounge. It's not going to be the regular show, but we figure we had, uh, it's 4th of July, so let's do some bonus material. What do you think, Paul? <laughs> Why not? Right? I mean, we've got bourbon, we've got whiskey, we've got scotch. And we got cigars. cigars. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about what we're smoking first. Oh man, what what are you smoking? Uh, Padrone, of course. Yeah, uh, you're smoking the 1964 80, anniversary. yeah, the Family Reserve anniversary. anniversary. And yes. let me tell you, that's become one of my new favorite Padrones. I, I love that. It's, it's a great nice. smoke. I got that from a guy named Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you actually come to Cigar Talk Studio, you always get cigars. And what I've found is if you come to the studio, you also bring cigars. I do. <laughs> so it's, it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. Because I'm fixing to light up an Oliva V Maduro. And I'm a big fan of these. We were talking about it before we started recording. And you said that the Millennial V has ruined just the V for you. It has. It has. See, it has. and I and I... I don't, I don't feel the opposite because it hasn't ruined it, but I actually just like the V better than the Milanio. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what cigar smoking's all about, I mean, right? when you brought this over, you saw my eyes lit up. I was like, yeah, that that's going to be good. I'm a big fan. And so, you know, I'm toasting the foot right now with my <laughs> Bugatti lighter. What do you think about that lighter? That lighter is bad Ass. It is bad. Can ass. I say ass on yes. the podcast? Yeah, this is okay. Because this is because you is, know I was the first person to ever drop the f bomb on yes, your show. You were, and we had to do a little to cover it up. To cover it up. So, but anyway, <laughs> I'm toasting the foot, and you know what I've what I've realized is how important toasting the foot is, because if you want a cigar to burn evenly, toast the freaking foot. Toast it. If you don't. You're just opening yourself up for a canoe, uh, a burn, a tunnel burn. I mean, you got to do it. it. It's like it's. It seems like a pain in the ass, but it really does make smoking the it cigar really better. Does. I always toast my feet. Oh, I mean the foot of the cigar. <laughs> yeah. See, when you toast it, look how even that burn is. Mm. You see this? Look. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, that's the way a cigar should be lit. Because when you toast it, what you're actually doing is singeing the, the edges. Edges, right. If you don't singe those edges, you it's not going to catch fire. And then you're going to burn wherever it gonna did. Get a, you're going to get a, a canoe. Exactly. Yeah. And I've never been one that was big on canoes. No, no, me either. I did a canoe trip once with my wife. And about halfway down the river, we almost got a divorce. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I never really was a canoe person. I'd never been in a canoe. You know, this wasn't my thing. Right. So on one of our very first trips, when we were only been married for a few months, we decided to go to Arkansas. And well, no, no, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. I Arkansas. I, I lived in Arkansas. As long as you, you know stay that, away right? from the banjo playing dudes. Well, you know, I lived in I, Arkansas. I did not know that. Yes, I did. Yeah. So we go down this river in a canoe and my wife used to teach canoeing at the uh summer camps that she was a, a counselor at or whatever right so i'm like well you should be in the front because i don't know what i'm doing i'll just be back here rowing you right know? so it's so funny because i'm not doing anything she says which is a shocker <laughs> i know but we're like going through trees that are overhanging the bank well, the cool thing is, I can just slide down and lay down in the canoe being in the back. back. Right. She can't, and she's just getting clobbered by these <laughs> limbs, and she is pissed. And we finally get off of the, we, we stop on a bank somewhere, and it's, it's like Duke's out. I'm sick and tired of your shit. I don't know why the hell we got married. You know, one of those moments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, been there, done that. Hey, and do you realize next month in August, we will have been together for 25 years? Bravo. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Man. You know you know what? That that says a lot more about her than it does me. Oh, me too. I mean, 
In I, November, November, me and my wife will be together 25 years. No, wow. 26. Wow. 26. Congratulations. I didn't realize that yeah. y'all had been together that long. Yeah, 26 years. Wow. wow. You know what? That means we're old. We are old. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, hey, my wife was 20 when I met her. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, just think back to when you first got married. I mean, when you heard someone was married for 25 years and that was the silver anniversary, you're like, I'll never get there. No, no, you no. know, I didn't even think I'd live 26 years. Right. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. Or I, actually, I was talking about that with uh, Melissa and Al Roman from The Good Cigar earlier today. Okay. And it was like, when you were 20 to 25, you never thought you'd see 50. Oh, no. I mean, just the way we lived back then. Well, we were just talking about that earlier. We used to grab a handle <laughs> Yeah, uh, we. I mean, a handle every week. Every week, yeah, and pull that down. Yeah. Just don't be shy; it won't break. Oh, okay. There you go. I got it. There you I go. Got it. There we go. It's not delicate. You know, we we used to grab a handle every week, and that's what we did all weekend. Is is drink? Yeah. yeah. Well, you drink, know, me and you know? Tim. A lot of guys know Tim from the Herfs, but me and Tim lived together back in. When we were, well, actually, we lived together for a long time because we lived together in St. Louis and then we lived together in Lubbock. Okay. But we've been, we've been friends for 35 years now. Right. And we used, when we lived in Lubbock together, we used to go every payday, which was Friday, and buy a handle of Jim Beam and three cases of Milwaukee's Best, which we called the Beast. The Beast. The yes. Beast. I can't even imagine drinking that stuff now. Oh, I could, I wouldn't even wash my shoes. No, I mean, stuff. dude. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is, back then we were like, ah, it's not that bad, right? Well, yeah, because you were we young a, and uneducated, and we had a different motive. Well, true. to buy alcohol yeah. back then, it was just pedal to the metal. Oh yeah, smoking Marlboro lights. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, you didn't even know what good smoking was. Right. You know. <laughs> 24 years, well, I say 24, somewhere in the neighborhood, because I started smoking cigarettes when I was like 16, and I think I quit smoking cigarettes when I was 35, and then I didn't smoke at all until I was like 45, 44, and then I started smoking cigars again, and I was like, you know what? I smoke a lot of cigars, and I don't feel bad. No. When I smoked cigarettes, I felt bad 24-7. So totally different. So anyway, let, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Oh, man. Let's talk about it. I am drinking. Well, we're both, oh, we're both drinking, drinking some yeah. wild turkey rare breed. Oh, it's so good. It, it, You know, it's not the smoothest bourbon or whiskey out there, but at 116 proof, you wouldn't expect it to be super smooth. Right. But, it but it's full of flavor. But it doesn't burn your no, 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 nostrils. No, 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 no. That's that's what's at nice 116 about it. proof. Oh, we're gonna. Oh wait, yeah, we're, we're gonna switching. we're gonna we're, we're gonna bring down a up. different one. Well, yeah, let me. We're, we're switching it up, folks. A good friend last week d- gifted me a bottle of Forrester 1910, old Forrester 1910, and I got to tell you, I'd never had it before. He brought it. And I was like, dude, that's good stuff. That and is. I think that's 120 proof. I think so. Uh, yeah, I think it And is. it's way smoother than oh, this yeah, rare we're, breed. We're fixing to have that as soon as we finish this. Yeah, and we're almost done we're, with we're this. We're just about done. So, so what's been going on with you this week? I haven't seen you since last. I, when did you come over last? Oh, like man, three I, weeks ago? About three weeks ago. Yeah. Me, me, you, and Ed sat here and drank coffee and smoked. Man, it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. That you was know, a good time. Good coffee, good cigars, good friends, always a good time. And it was a good time. So, uh, hang on a second. Let me grab this bottle of uh, Old Forester. Yeah, get that bottle. Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good, folks. If you got some at the house, drink it with Pour, us. Yeah. I mean, it's the fourth. You don't, and you don't have to have this. You can have anything. Oh, yeah. But, Except for the beast. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't drink, drink the don't beast. Don't drink the beast. I can't even imagine. You know what? <laughs> yeah. If you're drinking the beast, then the recommended pairing, I would say go pick yourself up a Backwoods or Blackwoods. Is it Backwoods cigar? Yeah. 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 Get you a- You know, Brian had the smoke of Backwoods last week when he was in St. Louis. Oh, no. He lost a bet with the guys over at the, uh, excuse me, at the uh, cigar pulpit. Indeed. And he went and hooked up with them. 
But I will say this. They were way nicer than me because he lost a bet, and they actually smoked the backwoods with him. Oh, see, I wouldn't have done that. I would. Well, first of all, I don't make bets that involve me smoking well, backwoods. No, me either. It's not my thing. You know the way I like to make bets is if I win, you buy me a good cigar, and if you win, I buy you a good cigar. And, and we usually buy each other a good cigar right. anyway. Anyway, so. so, I mean, you know, that's the great thing that I love about the cigar community is, you know, it's like I don't expect you to bring me a cigar when you come over. But I always do. But you always do. Like when Ed comes over, he never, well, you know what? I can't say never. He normally doesn't bring cigars. Right. But he does bring a lot of booze. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ed always brings a lot. Oh. Well, that's that's where I got the uh, Heaven and Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, he brought. Well, and that's where I got this. Oh, the Rebel Yell, the ten year Rebel yeah, Yell. Ten year. And let me tell you, so far that may be my favorite whiskey. It is tasty. It's it's. I, I, I'm I, just sad when I saw the bottle was empty. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. Usually Ed brings me a full bottle. When he brought that one over. About a quarter of it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Ed. So I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. But, yeah, he picked that up, brought that over, I think, last week. No, not last Saturday, but the Saturday before. And I'd never had it before. Super smooth. Oh, and it's a good whiskey. It's a rich yeah. caramel flavor, oak flavor. But you don't get that too sweet flavor. You know, I don't really like a bourbon that's too sweet. You know, if you're gonna, if you like sweetness, go drink some Crown Royal. Ugh, you know I, what I'm saying? I don't drink. Canadians. I can't. I can't. I can't stomach no, Canadians at all. I can't either. Although, what about that? Uh, what's which one's that? This the R and R. You ever drink that? I've drank it before. Yes. I don't remember how good it is because it's been a long time. It's not that good. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> trust, me trust me. It's the spinoff of. Crown, you know. I did not know that. Yeah, it's competition to Crown. I did not know that. It's yeah. I know that we went through a lot of it back in the day. Well, you also drank the beast back in the day. Right, right, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But this old Forester, let me let me. Oh, that's ninety three proof, by the way. Says it right there. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that smells nice aroma. Nice. Oh, you already had a sip. Well, I'm here to smoke and drink. I mean, come on. Dude, that is so smooth. It is so smooth. We want to give a shout-out to Sean O'Connor. He gifted us with that. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, thank you, Sean. He he is a true connoisseur of bourbons, scotch. Well, I don't know about scotch yet, but bourbons, whiskeys, and tequila. And I normally don't drink tequila. But he tells me I'm missing the, the mark no. on it because I have not drank There's, the good stuff. <clears throat> and I want to try drank, a Nejo level. I've drank the good stuff. There's there's two types of tequila. <laughs> there's crap and there's sipping tequila. You know, and, the and, best tequila I've ever had was Padron. And I, it's decent. Yeah, but when you drink it by the bottle... It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> of course, anything I drink by the bottle has a negative effect. Well, I think for everybody, Rob. True, true. <laughs> so we're going to puff on our cigars here for a minute. Yeah. We we both puffed at the same time. This Whoop, is this whoops. is this is this is the behind the scenes hey, you know, we're bonus just, episode. We're just smoking and drinking. I mean, it's the 4th of July. Come on. Yeah, and we got fireworks outside. Yeah, happy Independence Day to everyone. You guys know that. Well, let, let's talk a minute about cigar talk. Cigar talk has evolved throughout time of eighteen, nineteen months, and you know, it's really, it's when, really, it is. It is. It really has. You, you know, it 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 seems to me like it skyrocketed, but then at the same time, it doesn't because I think about how much work we've put into it yeah yeah but i what i like to look at is like when you go back to the early episodes i mean it sounds like you're listening to someone record inside of a refrigerator (laughs) 
You hear the fan well, I can going. Tell you, the equipment has definitely improved. <laughs> definitely improved. Months. Yeah. And you know, we've gone through a lot of equipment. Oh yeah. You know, uh, if, if, if anybody out there is ever deciding to do a podcast, reach out to me. I'll send you an equipment list because you can go out on YouTube. You can go out on the internet and every Tom, Dick and Harry, I don't know if they're getting paid by somebody, but they give a lot of most, BS information. Most likely they are. Yeah. I, I bought stuff that people recommended on the internet and it was crap. It was, it was like, first of all, if you're thinking about going into podcasts or any kind of broadcasting, you do not want to use condenser mics. No. If you're recording in a studio booth, a condenser mic is great. Well, yeah. But, but if you are dealing with any kind of background noise, whether that be fans, people, any kind of noises, you do not want a condenser fan. So anyway, I, I don't want to rant on about equipment for podcasting because, you know, most people aren't looking to do a podcast. But if you are, reach out to me. I'd be happy to help you. Absolutely. So anyway, man, let me tell you what, this, this, uh, Maduro, the uh, Leva V, big fan. Yeah, yeah. You're sucking it down like it, like you had something against it. <laughs> <laughs> don't now, you, don't now, you mess with me. Now, now, I'm just gonna bust Rob out here. You know, if you haven't ever smoked with Rob, I smoke a cigar and you know whatever time it takes yeah to yeah a cigar now you're still smokes three <laughs> you're, you're still on your first cigar and I'm, I'm on well this is the padron so i'm savoring every second of it now once i finish this padron i'm gonna have a oliva master blend three i saw you had that that's yes. a great stick i love the three i'm it's, a big fan of the master blend it is one of my daily cigars yeah i smoke one or two of these a day that's that's a great day. stick i've, I've gone through them. a lot of those in the last six months i haven't had any for about two or three months but that's a good go-to you stick. know and, and for a while there you couldn't get any right there wasn't any and man as soon as they started getting back in stock man i just started buying them by the boxes <laughs> yeah they're a great you know and really they're a great value too they are they are i mean for what you're having to pay for those the master blend three and you can't find those hardly anywhere no no so when you find a source you better buy them up oh, i buy them yeah i buy them by the box <laughs> which by the way <laughs> thanks to my shipping notice my cigar showed up yesterday and i had the gate locked because you were taking a nap I was, I was taking a nap it was hot out rob hey you know what summer times are best for naps yes yes it was hot and you know, I wasn't motivated to do anything outside, right. so took a nap, and the postal lady showed up, and my gate was locked. Well, oh, oh, oh. so I'm getting my I'm getting my shipment on Monday instead of Friday. Okay. Well, I mean, at least the shipping didn't stop for the holiday, except for today. Right. Yeah. You know, I was trying to figure out like. When the bank would be closed, when the post office would be closed. Turns out it was just for today. The bank was open yesterday, and they're open Monday. That's a beautiful thing. I, I didn't know. Yeah. So I worked earlier today, and the great thing about working on the 4th of July is I get a comp day. Awesome. I know. You know what? I'm thinking I'm going to use that comp day to have a three-day weekend and head back up to Dallas to do another show up there and hang out with some good friends and smoke cigars and just tear it loose awesome you know what i mean if there's any smoking in dallas no 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 yeah. i i have a i have a friend that has a nice patio and a, a swimming pool oh okay yeah and that kind of smoking yeah, i thought you meant yeah. like at one of the shops well i don't think any of their shops are well in fuegos is open because okay. they don't serve alcohol okay the only thing is and you know i found out just or like two or three days ago, unfortunately, that the train car in Big Spring has been shut down. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, because they set, so, they have the 51% alcohol. Right. And so they had to shut down. And I think that's unfair because they even said, hey, we'll cover up the liquor. We won't sell any liquor, liquor right. but it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so that really hurts the mom and pop oh, cigar shops like that. Big time. Uh, I mean, I understand you don't want people congregating and drinking booze, but for people to be social distancing and dude, you've seen that place. Oh yeah. They have a patio that holds about 200 people. Oh, exactly. So it's easy, easy to, to social distance out, when you right? only have like yeah. 20 people. 
<coughs> I'm coughing, but I don't have the COVID. Yeah, me too. So, anyway, this it's because I need to have another drink. Have a drink. Let's both drink. Have a drink on me. We're both drinking. Mm. Mm. Sean, we're going to cheer to oh, Sean. Oh, man, that's... There you go. Yeah, thank to you, Sean. Sean. Thank you, Sean. That, uh, that is fantastic. That is old, fine whiskey. Man. Don't make them like they used to, do Mm-mm. So what have you been smoking this week? Oh, man. Anything interesting? Okay, so let me just go through the list real quick. Okay, lay it on us. I smoked, uh, well, a couple <laughs> Master Blend 3s a day. Okay. I smoked some uh, Oliva V. Melanios. Okay. I smoked a Padrone 64 anniversary. And that's all today. No, no. Oh, okay. No, I've smoked, I smoked one of those last night. Nice. You know that pyramid-shaped one? Yeah, the Perfecto. Yeah, I smoked one of those last night. Yeah, you know, that's the one. That's the size I always get when I get the Milano. Yeah. No, it's, no, the, in the Padrone. Oh, no, I haven't had that. Yeah, it's the pyramid-shaped one. It, yeah, it yeah. It tapers all the way down to like a oh, bell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I call yeah, it yeah. pyramid shape. I don't know what I think it is. Cigar. it is actually the pyramid. Yeah, so I smoked that one last night, and I've smoked, uh, oh, the Oliva Monticello. Now, did I bring you a Monticello yet? I don't think so. Oh, I'm bringing you a Monticello. Is it good? I've oh, never had the Monticello. Dark. It's okay. very dark. It's strong. I can handle it. I love it. I can handle I it. I love it. That's my late night cigar. Really? That's what I have in the evening. That's, okay. That finishes off. Oh, the well, let, let me gift you another cigar right oh, quick. I'm getting gifted, folks. I love a nice gift. Let's see, what else did I smoke this week? Check this bad boy out. That is a box press 6x46 Aladino Maduro. Aladino. <laughs> you know, like, I'm a big I fan like Aladino of Aladinos. Line. Yeah. Yes. The JRE Tobacco Company oh, and w- kicks and a, ass. One more I smoked this week was the Agonosa Leaf. Oh, the Agonosa Leaf? Which but, one? But the anniversary one. Oh, nice. I had that today. Really? Where'd you pick that up uh, at? Deb brought it to me. Oh, I was going to say something. Deb come out to the ranch and uh, we smoked. Well, we smoked a cigar, then we went to have some Mexican food, then we came back and smoked another cigar. Nice. Where'd y'all go for Mexican food? Uh, Cafe Casamel. Where, where is that's that? That's in Tuscola. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Tuscola, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas. That, you know? That's a little bitty. Yeah. I mean, that's a real small joint. Yeah, it's a real small They've joint. They've got really good chips and salsa. Man, their salsa. Okay, if you're in the chips and salsa Stop by Cafe Casa Bell. Well, because their sauce is real. They make it themselves. And it's never been mild. <laughs> I just put it that way. Literally, one time, me and my wife, I swear our tongues were bleeding. <laughs> well, and I got to tell you that when I go for Mexican food, my very favorite period is La Bontana. In Brownwood, Texas. Oh, I Dude, like that place. Yeah. They have the best salsa, Any? the best chips, and the best street tacos that you can get Any? in this part of Texas. You know, when I'm heading down to Austin and I take that direction, I usually stop in there or I stop in that other restaurant. Uh, can't ever remember the damn name of it. I need your help. I, you're leaving me hanging. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's on the left-hand side right after you pass the creek right there. Where's this at? In Brownwood. Left? Oh, you're talking about uh, Humphrey Pete's. Yeah, Humphrey Pete's. Yeah, yeah. Humphrey Pete's right there. Yeah, and that's then, the two places I eat at And, you know, Brownwood. I like La Montana so well that I just don't even go to Humphrey Pete's anymore. Yeah. I Because you can't get that kind of Mexican food here in Abilene. No. And it's can't. like... Yeah. I can get Humphrey Pete style food here. Well, yeah, you can. But I can't get La but, Montana. But I will say this about Humphrey Pete's. What's that? Their type of food is better in Brownwood than here. <laughs> True. I, I mean, and just so everybody knows, they have like chicken fried steak. They make burgers. Yeah, they make yeah. uh, chicken wings. They, oh, yeah. They just do a great you know, country cooking. Country kind of American style food. Yeah. Right. And so. <clears throat> There's another place over there that I like to go to called the Turtle. You ever been? To oh, that I've one? been to the Turtle too. Nice, yeah. elegant nice place. Yeah, 
really it's a little too fancy for me, but the yeah, food is yeah, fantastic. <laughs> and then also, have you been over in Brownwood to Stevens Deli? I've never been to Stevens Deli. So that's downtown, and I gen- I generally never take the curb to go downtown. Sure. Yeah. So it, when you go in, there's only four tables. Right. It's small. Yeah. But they make sandwiches that like are out of this world. It's like you. It comes out on a hoagie roll. It's got like some fancy cheese. It's got your ham. It's got your turkey smoked. Uh, and then instead of like mustard or mayonnaise, they use stuff like raspberry something. Right. Yeah. And it blows your mind. Yeah. They so, actually sounds, have a, really, they, sounds really good. They actually have a sandwich in there that's five hundred dollars. Get the hell out of town. And it's Looks called it got truffles on it or something. No, but it's called the Pat Tillman. You remember Pat Tillman? Yeah, I know who Pat Tillman is. So if you buy that sandwich, all $500 goes to the Wounded Warriors Foundation. Well, I, I'm not going to comment on that. Well, and I don't know if it's that particular. You sure it doesn't go to the Pat Tillman it's, Foundation? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It does go to the Pat Tillman Foundation. they do have the Pat Tillman Foundation. You're right, you're right. It's, I, it's been four years since I've been there. Okay. Forgive me. Well, I've never been in there, so. Right. And I know we're not a fan of the uh, Wounded Warriors Foundation. I, I am not a fan. Because there was some uh, shenanigans. There was a lot of shenanigans. Yeah. So we, we won't go too deep into that, but yeah, a lot of shenanigans. A lot of money didn't go where it was supposed to go. We'll <laughs> and just it still doesn't. Really? Yes. So They claim it does, but it still does. Yeah, and, and just so everybody knows, uh, Paul here is a veteran. He's actually retired Army. So I am. thank you for your service, Paul. Well, my pleasure. I, I enjoyed every minute of it, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't I mean, go overboard. <laughs> if, if, if you like firing guns and getting blown up, it's a good time. Yeah, well, you know, who doesn't like that, right? So how, how old were you when you went into the Army? I was 19 years old. And was that something that you always knew you wanted to I do? I knew I was going to go in the Army. Well, I knew I was going to go into service. I didn't know it was going to be the Army. Okay. Because uh, my dad was a Marine. Oh. So. And you went to be a Marine. They said you're too short. No. No, 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 no. No. No, I. Uh, they, they said you must be at least this tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 5'7", by the way, folks. And. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's how tall I think that's how tall Tim is as well. Yeah. Well, anyways, I I looked at the Marines, I looked at the Air Force, I looked at the Army, and the Army just fit fit what I wanted to do. So, and what was it that you wanted to do? Well, I didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> I was nineteen. Come on, man, right. give me a break. <laughs> so, what did no. you do in the Army? What? Was- well, I started out in artillery. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, what were you doing in artillery? What, tell us. I don't even know what that I mean, we okay. know what that means, but what does it really mean? <laughs> well, of course, in artillery, you fire big bullets downrange. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're literally big bullets. They weigh 98 pounds in a 155 howitzer. So, 155. That's 155 millimeters. Wow. So, uh, and fe- how, how much does it weigh? 98 pounds. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so I was strong back then. Yeah. I was humping rounds, man, let me tell you. How, but, many, how many rounds you fire off in a day? Well, if we were doing a night mission, we we fire anywhere from, you know, 40 to 150, 200 rounds in the evening. No kidding. Oh, yeah, you're just completely exhausted the next day. You can't And even... you are putting some damage down Oh, range. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and I mean... Like, after every shot, are you adjusting it a little bit, or you just keep pounding it the way well, it, it is? Well, it depends. It depends. Because sometimes your gun may be... Because in a battery, you'll have multiple guns. So you'll have five, six guns in a battery. And and if you're doing night mission, one of the guns would be firing loom rounds. So you're illuminating the battlefield. Oh, really? Yeah. So those, so are, does it those are the ones that up blow up in the... Yeah, and then they have flares. And, oh, wow. And it lights up the whole battlefield. I did not know that. And then the other guys would be putting rounds on target. Wow. So um, I got to say that uh, we did an exercise at Fort Hood in 1985. 
85? Wow. Man, that sounds You're like a long old. time ago. <laughs> so in 1985, we did an exercise where we actually won best gun. Wow. Yeah. So what is that for putting on targets? That's that's literally, <clears throat> if, if you make best gun, you're not only hitting the house, you're putting the round in, in the, the kitchen sink. Wow. Yeah. So That's cool, So man. we won best gun, which is a big deal you so, know, when so you're in artillery. So artillery, so. that's what you started at, but what yeah. was the progression? Uh, well, like then I moved into that. I moved into special operations. Okay. So what did yeah. you do then? Well, special you can't, you can't tell us. <laughs> I can't You'd tell you. You'd have to you, kill man. me. Yeah, where's that forty-five at? <laughs> I might have to shoot you here in yeah. a minute. When when Paul <laughs> came in, my Colt forty-five was sitting on the table, and he made me put it over there. Well, because I I thought this was a setup. To be honest with you, <laughs> I was no. like, Rob invited me over, and he's like, Yeah, just show up around seven. I was like, just, Okay, just don't tell anybody where you're going. Right, exactly. Don't tell anybody you're coming over. Right. So how long were you in special ops? 19 years. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. And so so, I know you can't really talk about all what you did in special ops, but like what was your rank when you got out? Well, I actually made it to sergeant major. Okay. But I did not retire as sergeant major. I retired as a master sergeant. Oh, wow. Which is an E8. Okay. E9 is sergeant major. What's the difference between sergeant major and a master sergeant? Well, I mean, rank. It's just it's, rank, yeah. I mean, well, because well, on like, the enlisted side, you go E1 through E9. So, Master Sergeant and then Sergeant Major. Okay. So, so I was a Sergeant Major for about 16 months. Uh, I didn't, I didn't go to, well, I was scheduled to go to Sergeant Major's Academy, but then I had a little issue with cancer and health issues. And so, yeah. I, I had to leave the army. So Let's just put it that so way. Cancer so cancer said you're done. Yeah. So because I did not complete uh, <clears throat> Sergeant Major's Academy, of course they reduced my ranks. So. I got you. So would it so. have been better for you to retire or exit as a Sergeant Major? Well, yeah, because of the high the, the high retirement high, pay would have right, been higher because you yeah get a little bit more a month. If, I got you. If you're was that a big difference or just a little? <laughs> You know, not a whole lot. Not you a know, whole lot. like a couple hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks a month. Oh well, that's not no too big bad. deal. Well, yeah, you know, it's so. not like they cut you in half, right? No, no, you know, just a couple hundred dollar difference a month. I mean, that would have been. A, it's not you, a real big jump. You, yeah, you lost out on a box of cigars. Right, a month. right. I don't yeah. get an extra box of cigars <laughs> a month. So, what kind of cancer did you have? Testicular. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that on the air, Rob. Come on, man. I'm just guessing. You, well, I'll tell you offline. No, no, you but, can tell me. Come on. It's just me and you. Yeah, but, yeah, and everybody who listens I mean, to but this. You, but yeah. you survived. Yeah. You're yeah. a survivor. I've been, I've been cancer-free since 2010. Wow. That's yeah. awesome, yeah. dude. And so, t- 10 years. <clears throat> well, I had surgery to mm-hmm. remove the cancer, and then... Now, what that, part that of the in, body did they was, open you up? Down. Okay, okay. So, so I, I had surgery in 2008. Well, How many testicles do you have? <laughs> can he say that on a podcast? Yes, we I can. I can't say that word, but he can say testicles. Okay. So, so in 2008, I had surgery to remove the cancer. Okay. And then they track you, you know, through your blood tests and everything to make sure that you're Everything's good. And in 2009, my numbers went back up. So that's called a reoccurrence. Okay. So I have a reoccurrence of cancer. So in 2010, I went through radiation treatment. And since 2010, I've been cancer-free. That's awesome, man. So That's awesome. So, hey, I'm you know here, what? man. We're, we're you glad know what? you're still here with us, brother. I'm here. Yeah, and I'm smoking cigars. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, it wasn't lung cancer. <laughs> so was that how, – how was that chemo? Well, I mean, was that tough? Mm. I mean, because you're now, you were a young guy. Don't mistake that. It was radiation treatments. Okay. It, and it was tough. It was very tough. Uh, Pretty much knock your dick in the dirt tough. Yeah, I had – I had 38 straight days of radiation. Wow. Yeah. 38 days in a so, row? So when you go in for radiation, 
they tattoo your body. Why? Yeah. Well, because because once they find where they because it's a it's a beam radiation because so it's to, very precise. Right. Used to they used to just shoot you with radiation all over. Well, they found out that well that gives people cancer. So so now <laughs> probably, probably not the best idea. Not the best idea to put your ass in a microwave, right? right. So so now they now they target the area that they need to concentrate on. Oh, so. They will actually tattoo your body, so right where once, they want to hit right, it. Right. So once they line you up perfectly, they tattoo you. So I would every hate time to you, have. I would have. To, I would hate to have anal cancer. Absolutely. Because if they're tattooing, that's a very sensitive area. Well, exactly. <laughs> well the tattoos are actually on your oh, hip, like on your pointing hip, right on your hip side. Was it arrows? Well, it's it's a dot. Oh, so I have two dots on my hip bones, and I got one dot. On my pelvic region. Wow. So, so that way, when they lay you on the the gurney or machine, the the laser, laser. guided the the machine will line up with those dots. Oh, wow. So, so, so there's three positions. So there's three positions, just like GPS. Oh, okay. Three GPS satellites to get a coordinates. So same thing, same concept. It it that way the beam goes to the right area every time. That's cool. So, That's cool. And it was successful so far. Awesome. So, you know, of course, do you, you have can to always go back have, and get checked. How often do you go back and I get checked? I have a blood out? test once a year. So, oh, okay. So, if uh, if my numbers ever increase again, then I can't have radiation again. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Why? It, well, because you can only have it once. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. so, what's the difference between chemo and radiation? Well, chemo is, chemo is where they put the radioactive fluid through your veins oh wow radiation is microwave <laughs> so radiation so, though is more precise right to where chemo right. goes through your right. whole body and and chemo chemo is for treating stuff like leukemia okay because leukemia is cancer of the blood gotcha. so so when you have cancer in the body in a body part then they use beam radiation now so, is there a history in your family for cancer? No. So, no. Was there any indication of what caused it? Uh, no. It was probably back when you were like nineteen and you <laughs> bought that cream that made your dick bigger. Probably. That was probably it. <laughs> hey, what I wanted to know is if no. that cream works, how come it didn't make your hand bigger? <laughs> it should. It should have made your hand bigger too, right? right? No. Uh, you know, it's you know, it's one of those things where where you know. I had a lot of exposures throughout my life, so there's a lot of different exposures that can create cancer in your body. I see. So, now, was that yeah. anything related to the military? Well, I Are was you? in Desert Storm. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. Were so. you sitting next to those burn pits, yeah, by I chance? Was, I not only was sitting next to them, I was burning stuff. No kidding. And also, we had the oil well fires. Right. Not good for you, folks. Yeah, yeah. Well, And and also, um, one of the few surviving people that actually got the sarin gas. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, tell us what was in those burning pits. Well. Because I heard it was just everything. Everything. I mean. Man, they, literally, literally, we burned everything. Stuff that's not meant to be burned. Oh, exactly. I oh, mean. We're talking stuff that. That shouldn't yeah, be on Earth. You should not be burning this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was not actually good. watching uh, uh, Jonathan Stewart a couple of weeks ago, and he is actually doing this whole uh, campaign to help soldiers that were involved in those burning pits because a lot of those soldiers didn't get, you know, their disability. Right. And exactly. So he's on a campaign to help soldiers that were involved in the burning pits or sitting near the burning pits because there was a lot of stuff in there burning that, I mean, was not good for humans. Well, you know, and and there was also a lot of depleted uranium flying around. <laughs> really? Because you know we use depleted uranium in in the tank rounds. Oh, I did not know that. Oh yeah. And what's the purpose of that? What what's that accomplish? Well, the rounds are covered with depleted uranium because when they hit the armor of a tank, the depleted uranium helps the round penetrate the 
gotcha. armor. I got you. So I don't know all the. I thought maybe we were just that, coating but... the bullets with depleted uranium, no, so no, they no, would no. cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if the bullet doesn't kill you, we get you later with the cancer. Five, ten years yeah. from now, you'll yeah. be wishing you were dead. Exactly. So, but. well, so how long have you been out of the military now? Since 2007. Wow. So 13 years you've been retired, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing with your time, man? Have you seen how many dogs <laughs> I have? <laughs> Actually, I have seen. I, I think you're at, what, seven? We six? got six. Six. We got six dogs, two pot-belly pigs, a donkey, and a cat. Wow. And hundreds of rattlesnakes. Now, just so everybody knows, your wife is still in the military. Yes, she is. And when, is, when do you expect her to retire? He's lighting another cigar. I'm lighting my master blend three. Uh, she will retire in four years. Oh, cool! So yeah. you both be retired. Oh yeah. And then and then what's going to happen? Y'all going to move back here or y'all going to? Oh yeah, we're okay. We're be at the ranch. I got you. Well, you, I didn't you know. haven't been to the ranch yet. I have yet. not been. To, I haven't actually been invited to the ranch yet. Well, you're invited. Thank you. I don't ever go anywhere I'm not invited. Well, that's not true. I have. <laughs> but I try, I, you know, now that I'm 51, I try not to just show up places. When I was 19, I thought I owned the world. Oh, you, absolutely. You know what I mean? It was oh, just I know. Like, <clears throat> I remember back when me and my roommates, you know, you remember back in the day when people had parties and they just like printed a bunch of flyers? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We, we showed up to a party out in the middle of the country from Lubbock, Texas, mm -hmm. And when we got there, it was like 1130 at night, and there was four of us. And we knocked on the door, and it was a really nice home. I mean, back then, it probably cost $200,000. Which would be like 800 oh, today. Yeah, 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 way more. And so we knocked on the door, and they actually had one of those little windows that opens <laughs> up. I love and they, it. And all they said was, party's full. We're not letting anybody else in and closed it. And I was like, well, that sucks. We drove all the way out here, and my friend Jeff said, stand back. Oh, love it. <laughs> Kick the door in, and we walked in there like we own the place. Love it. And I remember we went down into the basement, which if you've ever been to Lubbock, not very many houses, houses have, have basements. basements. It's yeah. not a regular thing out there. But they had a huge game room with, like, dartboards on one thing and a poker table over here and a big uh, pool table, one of those eight footers. Right. <clears throat> As we walked through there, my friend Jeff just raked the balls across the table while somebody was playing. <laughs> it was like good times. We're here. <laughs> yeah, I ran. I ran around with a little bit of a rough crowd back. Well, in the you know day. what? You know what? Me, and my buddies did back then is we just drive around because you can tell which house is having a party. Oh yeah, and oh. we just walk in the door like we owned the place. But that's and that's what you did and back in the eighties. No, nobody even ever no. said a word. Nobody one time said we went to one one house one time. Some guy, you know, because well, we're immediately hitting on the chicks, of course. Right. One guy got offended and he was like, "Who are you guys? Get out of here." It's like we didn't leave. Right. You're <laughs> uh, like by the way we took his chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, not so very nice. Whatever. Whatever. So, yeah. And here that, here happened Milwaukee. And you Shut know up. <laughs> back when I was in high school, I drove a seventy two Chevelle. Nice. Dude, and that was let me tell you what, my parents bought that car for me and it was a sixty three thousand original miles. And they paid twenty two hundred dollars for it. You know, I had a seventy one. I do know that. Yeah. And anyway, and you won't believe what I paid for that. What'd you pay for it? Five hundred bucks. No way. Now, well, let me tell you this. You know, in the early eighties, you could buy those cars all day long for a right. thousand bucks because they were because they were ten to fifteen years old. Now you can't even buy a shell oh. for sixteen grand. Now, yeah, yeah, you're it's right. ridiculous. Well, let me tell you. I drove that car. Well, first of all, my parents were absolutely nuts for giving a 16-year-old <laughs> a 72 Chevelle. But you know what's funny is the reason they did was because that's the kind of cars they drove right. when they, they were, were 18. 18. Right. My dad had a 67 GTX with a oh, 440 yeah. Magnum. Nice. He had a Roadrunner. He had a Mustang. He Absolute. had a Camaro. It was just that Good generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they didn't think nothing about it. 
And in the 80s, all the guys that I went to school with had cars that were made in the 80s. So oh. a six or a 72 Chevelle was I don't way, know what school you went to, but <laughs> we yeah. all had old cars. <laughs> I went to Monterey. Well, when I say that, yeah. a lot of people had 80s cars, but they were like... Ford LTDs. Ford Futura. Or, or, yeah, you know, it wasn't cool cars. Right, yeah. And the guys that had cool cars had cars from the 70s, but yeah. there was only a handful of us. And most of them were like 76 to 80 that had cool cars. I think I was the only one that had one that was as far back as 72. Oh, wow. And I remember I blew the doors off of everyone. Oh, yeah. Because we would go race. Oh, of course. Yeah. The only car that I couldn't beat was a friend of mine had a 1932 Ford T-Bucket with a 350 and a blower. Well, you know that thing weighed like 900 pounds. If. And, if. and, and, and that was all motor. 750 of that was the motor. <laughs> right. And 150 pounds was the guy, the guy driving. driving it. Exactly. But that car was just killer. And then another friend from another school had a 69 Camaro with a 396 in it. I don't know how they put a 396 in a Camaro, but that car probably weighed 2,000 pounds. Dude, my friend had a 69 Camaro with a 454 in it. Wow. But here was the problem, because back then you didn't have all these speed shops. Right. It kept twisting the drive shaft off. Well, I'll tell you what problem I had with my Chevelle is it ruined all the motor mounts. You couldn't get a motor mount that could take that torque. Right. And so I think I probably replaced about five or six motor mounts, and I got pretty good at it. Yeah, I can tell you that. Yeah, well, once you do it a couple of times, you, you're a pro. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, I actually worked on that Chevelle a lot. I learned a lot while I was in high school working on that car. You know, I replaced the headers, the flywheel, the uh, lifters. You know, just basic mechanic work. Right. But yeah. you could work on cars back oh, then. Oh man. Yeah. Go pop the hood of one of these <laughs> sitting out in the driveway. Yeah. 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 Where's the, you look for the plug-in for hey, your computer. You know, the funny thing about the cars today is it takes a minute to find where to put the oil. Yeah, it <laughs> does. I mean, there's not just like valve covers with yeah. a cap on there. So, so what do you got going on this weekend, man? You doing anything tomorrow? Dude. Is your uh, wife in town? No. Oh, okay. No, she can't. Oh, because of COVID. I got COVID. you. Yeah. COVID, COVID, she's locked down, man. So she hasn't been home in months. Uh, last time she was here was February. Wow. Yeah. And now, have you gone up there now, at all? Well, I went up there and... Uh, Just so everybody knows, his we live in Abilene. His wife lives in Altus, Oklahoma. Yeah. Lovely which, place, by the way. <laughs> which is about, what, three hours? It's three-hour drive, okay. yes. Uh, I went up there last month. Okay. How long did you stay? I stayed like a week, and then uh, and then this last weekend, because she can travel 150 miles. Well, so did y'all go to Wichita Falls? No, no, we went to we went to Throckmorton. Wow! <laughs> so she rented a cabin. Dude, dude, got some cabins out there. Right. You know my brother lives. in I know your brother lives yeah. in Throckmorton. So she rented a cabin at a ranch cabin out there. It was pretty cool. And uh, so I went up on Saturday and spent the day with her, but cool. I didn't spend the night because I had to come home for the animals. The dogs but and her the pigs. girlfriend come and uh, spent two nights there with oh, her, cool. so she wasn't alone in the cabin. That, that's, so that, that's funny that y'all stayed in Throckmorton. Yeah, I mean, well, so everybody because, knows Throckmorton's probably about eighteen hundred people. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ate at the Country Cafe because Great it's the place only to place hey, to eat there. I've been there. It's a good place. <laughs> yeah. So is, that's well, the we one didn't right act- there on the main street. Well, it's kind of off the main street. Well, how how far off? The, oh, whoa, whoa, okay, whoa, whoa. yeah, because okay. it's yeah. It's, I yeah. know where you're talking about. Yeah, to the I right. was talking yeah. about the cafe that used to be right there on the square. Right, that one wasn't open. Okay, yeah. So so um, you're down like where the Allsops is, like right, about you a go block and block then over and a you block. Go bl- yeah, yeah, that's the one. I've never eaten there. They've okay. always been closed. Okay, when that's gone the there. Country Cafe. Okay, they were the only one open that day. How was the food there? It was okay. Good. Yeah, I had I had some chicken breast and she had uh, chick fried steak. So, Ooh, okay. but we didn't actually eat there. I picked up the food and then I met her at the gate to the to the cabin. How was so. the cabin? Cabin was pretty cool. It was up on a hill. What they charge? How much uh, a night? I think Do you she remember? Paid. 
think her total bill was like three eighty five for how many nights? Two, two nights. Okay, so it's not so that Saturday cheap. night and Sunday night. So it's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was. And it were was, you like secluded? You had your own space. Oh yeah, it's on about sixty seventy acres. Nice. You know, so any fishing? They had a tank there. It probably had fishing. Oh, I bet it, that, it looked really deep. When I go fishing, yeah. that's where I go is the Throckmorton. Yeah. Last time I went. The funny thing is, my brother lives up there, and he's like, hey, come up here, and we'll go fishing. So we go fishing. We go to a stock tank, and if no one's ever fished in a stock tank, they don't even know how easy fishing can be. Oh, man, it's so easy. (laughs) Dude, after 30 minutes, we were done because I had caught like 15 bass. Oh, yeah, that's enough. (laughs) And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a really nice cabin. I mean, Good place to smoke a stogie and drink bourbon. yeah. Nice. I didn't smoke there because I smoked on the way up and the way back. So, but you ha- didn't smoke while you were there. Well, no, because well, I was visiting my wife. Okay, never uh, mind. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. hadn't seen each yeah, other since yeah. the last month. I got okay. you. You got were, it right. You were, you were yeah. busy. Yeah, we. Yeah, I got that you. kind of stuff. <laughs> I so, always smoke a cigar afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I but I left afterwards. <laughs> I got you. So you smoked on the way <laughs> yeah, home. I smoked on the way home. <laughs> so I had a. Uh, I had a Milanio V, a V Milanio on the way up there, and on the way back I smoked a Master Blend Three. Oh well, it sounds like a great day. It was a great day, and that's not a bad drive. No, it's only about an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. I took the. You went I, up through Albany, one eighty. Right, I went Albany, one eighty three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I took the back way out of my ranch, so I went mm, to I mm. went to six oh four over to thirty six. And then went in the back way to Beard. Yeah, you went up through Cross Plains or Rising Star? Well, before you get to Cross Plains, you get on 283 in the Beard. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I got you. Yeah, so nice country drive. It was fantastic. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, hey, man, that's going to wrap up the uh, after show, backstage, whatever you want to call this. Uh, It might be something that we start doing is a bonus show every so often just with some chit-chat, drinking. We'll get with some people who listen to the show and see if they like it. If they do, cool, we'll do some more. And if they don't, then, you know, this will be a one-shot wonder. (laughs) Hey, we're just drinking and smoking. That's right. Why not do that, right? Yeah. So, hey, you guys have a great Independence Day, and uh, we'll see you next time. 